0: Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for being with me. appreciate your time. Um, let's talk about what's happening in California. We'll talk about uh, Joe Biden uh, and uh, the impeachment, what's going on. And we'll see what the laws has, are changing in California, and we'll talk about this peculiar story. I'm going to start with that actually, about this uh, woman, and this came out, out of the New York Post, and uh, this woman uh, is suing a doctor because at uh, 16 she uh, had a double mastectomy, and um, the girl, or the woman, she's 21 now, but at the time she was 16, and she's from Minnesota, and you can go ahead and go to the New York Post, and you'll hear about this if you want to more about it. I, I, I'm going to transition perfectly with what this story is, because the story is not being told uh, quite yet, and I don't know if you're in your country, what's going on with all these surgeries. But this is a problem that we get to see. Again, uh, the Minnesota woman, I'm going to read a little bit of new posts, um, who had decided this this transition from a transgender male, so she became a male at the age of 16, is suing the doctor who performed a double mastectomy on her when she was just 16 Luca Hayne, now 21 claimed she was going through a tough time emotionally as a teenager when her parents were getting divorced and when she was you know being groomed online by a man from uh, another state uh, to be pushed to to be transitioned to uh, let's, to a mail. Uh, this is what's happening, uh, across the nation, uh, in one of the states, the state of California, just came by, uh, as a matter of fact, a few days ago, with this law that, uh, now, and I'm gonna read it, which is perfect transition to this story in California. Now the uh, parents really, the state is taking away the parental rights. If your kid thinks that he's other than biologically, if the boy thinks he's a girl, then the state is going to cover so that they can transition from a boy to a girl or vice versa from a girl to a boy. That's what the state of California has been doing or has passed the law. And I'm going to read a little bit of that. Hold. Here's uh, to directly California claims, um, a California bill AB nine five seven would require parents to affirm the gender transition of any child, including surgery, or else loses custody. The facts, This comes from CNBC. The California State Assembly has approved a bill AB 957, making gender information a factor to be considered in child custody cases. The bill passed on Friday by a vote of 5716 was previously approved by the California Senate with a vote of 39, 30 against nine. This new legislation, titled the transgender diverse and in intercess youth, empowering acts seeking to prioritize the health, safety, and welfare of children, placing a spotlight on affirming a child's gendered identity. The bill, initially introduced by the Democratic Assembly Women's Lori G. Wilson on February 24, underwent an Amendment in the Assembly on March 13 and further modifications in the state on June 5th before its final approval. Under proposed law, parents who fail to acknowledge and support their child's gender transition could face potential consequences, including the lose of custody rights to another parent or even the state itself. The bill's supports argue that it is in the best interest of the child aiming to create a more inclusive and affirming environment for the gender-diverse youth. Uh, I don't think it's good news for the parents because, again, you heard the story of the girl. She's youth, now 21. She regrets it. She's doing it, the transition, back to being a woman. And... The state is paying for this, meaning that California would pay for some of this, if not all of it. This is where we are. All right, let me continue reading from the New York Post. And um, I'm going to go back a little bit and, and see so we can understand a little bit more. So, Luca Haynes, now 21, claimed she was going through a tough time emotionally as a teenager when her parents were getting a divorce and when she was being groomed online by a man from another state. Uh, She struggled with her mental health during this time. She said she found influencers online who extolled the virtue of breast surgery and hormone Here's where it gets much interesting. Haines then met with the staff members at the University of Nebraska Medical Center, who she claims coerced her into undergo top surgery and started her own hormone treatment. She says that the surgery and treatment left her in constant pain and may have robbed her of the chance of becoming a mother all right so let's hear exactly from uh, Luca Haynes what exactly she she thinks was has happened and uh, you know what is happening in the world of this uh, community uh, are they really embracing people With love, like they say. Anyways, let's hear what she's got to say.
1: Hi, so my name is Luca Hine, and while I'm not from Florida, I am someone who went through the gender-affirming care industry as a minor. Um, And a little bit of background about me. I was a teenager with multiple comorbidities and mental health issues, (laughs) who was struggling and was put down this path instead of given the help i actually needed resulting in the first medical intervention i ever had being a double mastectomy at 16. i was one of the kids that needed a chance to just grow up and get the help i needed i was one of the kids that needed the adults to step up and do what is right And I've worked with kids, I've seen how they experience the world and they experience the world in this very magical and innocence filled way and introducing kids to these concepts making them a permanent patient of the medical industry is taking that away from them. Children deserve a chance to grow up whole and discover themselves in a way that will not link them to an experimental medical industry for the rest of their lives. I will live with the results of what was done with to me for the rest of my life, including all the health issues I deal with because of it. But other kids don't have to now, thanks to what has gone on here in Florida. And I applaud Florida for going through the medical board and now protecting kids in a more permanent way via legislation. Kids deserve a chance to grow up and that is what is happening today. It's not about hate. It's about giving kids a chance to grow up
0: whole. Thank you. Now, for those that um, don't know, somebody that goes uh, in a transitional, um, uh, if they're transitioning to becoming from a male to female or female to male, they must take medicine for the rest of their life because your genetics is uh, going to try to get you back to the your original uh, uh, genes, which you are. If you're a female, your genetics going to try to reverse that. It's like, hey, if you're a male, your genetics going to try to reverse you to a male. And the pharmaceutical industry is has a lot to gain having a customer for life is what every company wants well in a business perspective it's very good but for the health of the individual that's not a good thing now you heard from the girl and she, she needed help uh, psychologically. And that's what some kids are, they need to get that. Because for some reason, uh, some parents decide to let the kids free and get the tablet or, the, or their phone or, and they start getting this, you know, this indoctrination. And that's where the problem lies. Uh, for those people, even the ones that are so famous now, they're having difficulties uh, doing the transition thing. You can search our internet with a lot of these. A lot of these. And she's not the only one. There's other cases that are doing the transition back uh many many cases are from being a supposedly male uh back to female and vice versa you know men to women women to men but this uh, ideology that is going through it's is getting embedded into the now the schools especially in California, where they want to have this uh, for an agenda, it really is an agenda, to get kids transition. And usually it's confusion. And you're never going to know what is what. In your head, you, you might think, if you're one of those individuals, that you're doing the right thing. But if they don't get proper psychological evaluation, then they're doing a disservice to the individual. Because they need to have, are they real sure that this is what they want? Are they really sure? These cases should be the transition, if they really want they should like ideally take years of therapy to get to where they think that they want to be. the The stories you probably heard is that I was really not. Uh, I was born in the wrong body. I really wanted to be, you know, if you're a boy, a girl, if you're a girl, a boy. And I heard of these stories again and again but now with the law on top of it it's making it so hard so much more difficult for a parent to take action into this and it states like Florida are avoiding and they're pushing back and they're not the only ones obviously but you got to see it for what it is they're doing something wrong To connect with a less than one percent of the population they're thinking that they are in the wrong body. That's what's, what's happening. And I want to leave you with the last thought on this topic is that the government is not your friend and in many instances you are going to see this the government gets involved and it's going to be more chaotic than it should what's happening in california a perfect example they're creating a bigger problem the help that they should get the kids is mental health lots of therapy And get the parents involved. Or let the parents understand it. They got to go through a transition of their mental health back to normal. Transition back to normal. Again. It's not just that a kid thinks or feels. Because feelings come and go. Ideas also come and go. If they heard it, if they got it from somewhere, that idea starts. It's like a seed growing inside your head. So again, your government's not is not there to help you. But you as a parent got to instruct your kids the best way possible with values okay so back in um, uh, about a couple weeks ago 9 11 there was a story that broke into the cnn actually for the first well not the first time but one of the few times that not defending joe biden at, and what is it he said and let's let's hear from from them
2: this president has a pattern at this point of either inventing or embellishing stories about
0: his own past so the australian media got wind of this and they they got the story <laughs> i i cannot say anything else but you listened
3: He was at Ground Zero the day after 9-11, despite his own book saying it was in fact in Washington, D.C. Have a listen.
4: Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Ground Zero in New York, and I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so
0: devastating. As the way you could, the way from where you could stand. And now, here's CNN.
2: He claimed he had witnessed a bridge collapse in Pittsburgh when he actually showed up about six hours later. He claimed that his grandfather had died just days before he was born himself at the same hospital. In fact, his grandpa died more than a year before in a different state, not not the same hospital. Um, and uh, and he also repeated a favorite false story that I and others have debunked over and over again about a supposed conversation with an Amtrak train conductor he was friends with who was actually deceased at the time the conversation would have had to take place. And that's not all. There are some more serious ones, in, in my view, uh, previously in his presidency. He claimed to, at one point he'd been arrested during civil rights protests. when, in other versions of the story, he just said an Officer had taken him home uh, from a protest. He said he had visited the the Pittsburgh synagogue where worshippers were killed in a 2018 mass shooting. In fact, he had actually spoken to the rabbi, uh, but never but never went. Um, and he, he's made a whole bunch of others too.
0: Okay, you get the point. Um, the guy has um, either a problem with lying, or his recollection of the facts and the truth is completely completely out but he, this is what uh, this guy news from Australia is saying Australia host list store claims Americans are being misled over Biden's faculties I don't think we are misled by Biden's faculties I don't think we all see that he's not all there and I I've said it before but uh, uh, the fact is that there's a another president running the whole show um, most likely uh, Obama and is this a fact uh, proven no there's no proof of all this because uh, everything is run um, by the hierarchy in a sense but also the fact that two Press secretaries have mentioned this Obama by supposedly mistake. Uh, president Obama said this, and they're like, wait a minute, you you are supposed to be a press secretary for Joe Biden, the president, not Obama. Why don't we go into memory lane and uh, check it out? So today, as you all saw just an hour or so ago, President Obama announced that, pardon me, President Biden, whoa. All right, so who is really uh, in control? Who's really running the country? It is pretty obvious that uh, the current, in quotes, president is not doing the job and uh, even other countries are noticing that so you know the the, the whole narrative that supposedly this guy is doing is squite quite of a uh, joke okay so let's jump about uh, this whole impeachment thing and um, what's going on with that let's check it out
3: yes. It's not impeachment. It allows Congress to investigate by giving Congress the full power to get the information they need. It, it's the way people should go about investigating. So let me put put yourselves in our place. Doesn't matter who's in the majority or not. You have somebody who went to the FBI. They had a 1023, which is the form they talk about, who says he, this is an informant that the FBI continues to use. They heard that there were payments to bribe, allegedly, the vice president at the time, that the bribe would be hard to follow because there were shell companies and it would take you years to get through it. That was one allegation. We have a president who told the American public in October that he's never spoken to his family about any of the business. He said no one in the family had ever gotten money from China. Well, now that is proven not to be correct. We now have IRS whistleblowers come forth saying that the Justice Department used their power differently than David Weiss or Garland has said to the American public and to Congress and Senate. They also said that we all know the statute of limitations ran out for the the most serious part. it comes to the Biden family on taxes, but the IRS in whistleblower, who when they asked questions in that hearing, said, no, it was on the table to extend that. So the statute of limitations wouldn't run out. Davis Weiss let it go. So now you have the president saying one thing that we've proven is not true. You've got IRS whistleblowers saying something when it comes to government treating the Bidens different. You've got an informant claiming that the Biden family had been bribed. Should you ignore that or should investigate that? The only way you can investigate that is through an impeachment inquiry so the committee would have the power to get all the documents that they would need. What I said last night, and I continue, I said it before, when more of this continues to unravel it rises to the level of impeachment inquiry where you would have the congress to have the power to get to all these answers i would think the biden family would want to answer these questions as well provide the documents instead of holding them back we're watching this administration use government much like richard nixon used by denying
0: us to get the information that we need so that's the answer Okay, so here is uh, Speaker uh, McCarthy calling for Congress to initiate the impeachment inquiries into Biden's. And uh, because there's quite of evidence. And so if that happens, then they're going to collect all the all the documentation, all the bank accounts, all the stuff that's necessary to impeach a president, sitting president. But uh, do I believe something's going to happen? Uh, not quite, but I think it's happening like this because, uh, well, he's running, apparently, and, and like any, like the previous president. Donald Trump they tried impeachment now sort of payback from the Republicans this is um, something that uh, should have happened quite before you know but uh, now we're seeing it I think we're we're seeing some good things Um, again I don't think nothing's gonna happen but it's like a stain in your reputation you see that's what I think is, is the whole thing that's gonna happen but I want you to hear something else before I leave uh, to what the media, some media is doing in and, uh, and this whole colluding in a sense that they're protecting the president because they say there's no evidence. but There's clearly a lot of evidence. Check this out. By the way, this is uh, Scott Perry uh, answering a question to a reporter. Again, check it out
2: evidence do you have as opposed to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you who successfully bullied Speaker McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge? uh, This this isn't about political
4: revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, man, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal. (laughs) For family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interests, those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have twenty self-shelf country companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And we also have the president, on, the vice president at the time, on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch, the prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over to you. the, the other American
2: people can't see that. They <laughs> think it's political It's today. because you don't report on it.
4: I'm not threat. sure how you know what the American people think, but here's what they might wonder. Actually, if you're a federal prosecutor, you would be asking yourself, how can there not have been an indictment for a terror violation against Hunter Biden? How can there possibly? My understanding and discussions with staff have confirmed my impulse that this would be very much the basis of a foreign of a, uh, a foreign corrupt practices act investigation. Uh, given the circumstances that we know, the question is, you know, it's funny. After we come out of the events of that, John Durham, for example, testified to our committees about how investigations proceeded through our investigative agencies without proper predication. It's not that you have to prove the case. It's not that, you understand to this point, there's not been a single subpoena to a Hunter Biden bank account or a Joe Biden bank account or any other Biden family member's bank account. Because until an impeachment until an impeachment inquiry commences, that's not a jurisdictional possibility. Well, it would be stretching jurisdiction to do that. But There's ample predication at this point in time based on that very unusual set of circumstances, which is for no apparent payment for expertise or services rendered. Biden family members writ large received over $20 million. Now, it is very simple for someone just to insist there's an absence of evidence. But if you can look in the face of that and contend that, that's, you know, anyone has a right to their opinion what they can't do change the facts. And I invite you to go to the website clyde.house.gov forward slash Biden Crime Family and you will see all the evidence from the Oversight Committee. You will see all the evidence. And if you're willing to read it, I think you'll be convinced.
0: Thank you all. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Um, they do have evidence. What's going to happen? Well, I don't think anything's going to happen. But, again, this is a stain And the family, if there is some sort of investigation, wow, great for the country, great. In the meantime, when they do so, an investigation, then these things are going to come to light. And now, they're not going to be able to hide it. Hunter Biden, laptop was not a hoax. It's real and it continues to be real, but the FBI kept that information. Why? Because they kept it to protect the president. And that will be nor the first time or the last time a agency does something because, well, the president or somebody asked to do that. So, i leave it with that. And at the end of the day, we think, we know, the evidence is so... Tangible that um, they just can't deny it anymore. By the way, his son is got impeached. Uh, so, is that uh, good news? Well, in, in many ways, yes, it is good news. It, do I think that's going to affect Joe Biden? No, I don't think it's going to affect them uh, right now at all. I think uh, the Democrats will continue to protect them uh, heavily, heavily because uh, they want to continue their reign. But uh, there's, there's good, good good news because see now the Republicans are moving in the same direction the Democrats did, which was to impeach Donald Trump, the Democrats did. Now if they can do the same thing for Joe Biden, then hey, now they are fighting at the same level with the same tools. And that's it for me. Thank you so much. I'll catch you soon. Appreciate your time again. Bye-bye.